Understanding mental health struggles can be tough. That's why I created Therapy in a Nutshell to help make complicated therapeutic topics easy to understand and learn. I'm Emma McAdam, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Therapy in a Nutshell podcast. These episodes don't replace the need for mental health professionals or the advice given by doctors, but they provide options, resources, and skills that can help you in your journey to better your own mental health or help those around you who may be struggling. If you want to find more resources or if you want to learn about courses I offer on specific mental health topics, please stop by my website at therapyinanutshell.com. Now, let's jump into this week's skill. If you want to become more emotionally intelligent, you've got to be able to know what you're feeling. Now, this is not the same as knowing why you're feeling that way, which is insight, or knowing what to do about it. That's important too. But knowing what you're feeling is really important. It's like starting where you're standing. Now, many people don't know what they're feeling. They literally can't tell you what emotion they're having. They might feel numb or disconnected, or you can't tell the difference between feelings and thoughts and sensations. And then some people just don't have the words for emotions. Another thing that a lot of people do is intellectualize. They try to think their way out of feelings. Now, when you don't know what you're feeling, you often feel a sense of powerlessness. You might feel confused or be reactive to emotions that you can't identify. When you know what you're feeling, you can choose what to do with those feelings and you'll have a greater sense of peace and control in your life. So how do you feel your feelings? What do you do when you don't know what you're feeling? In this video, I'm going to teach you four ways to tune into your emotions. And these are things that I use all the time in therapy to help my clients get better at feeling. Okay, so number one is get into your body. So we're going to learn by doing. I'm going to have you try this weird thing with me. I don't want you to start until I tell you to. Um, but what I'm going to have you do is go ahead and find a wall and press your back into it and then try to put your legs at a 90 degree angle and hold it, right? I'm asking you to do a wall sit. Now, if you don't have a wall, just go ahead and do a deep squat, okay? You didn't think that we were just gonna intellectualize about this, did you? Um, let me get this set up, okay. So I'm gonna have you do just like a big deep squat like this or a wall sit and just hold that for a minute. So go ahead and start, okay? Now, you're going to start to notice what some sensations are in your body, okay? Your body is the receptacle of your emotions. Your physical sensations are key to understanding what you're feeling. So close your eyes and get into your body. What sensation are you feeling in your legs? What does it feel like? Pretend you're a curious scientist who has never felt that feeling before. How would you describe it? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it stabbing? Is it throbbing? Is it pulsing? Is it comfortable? Do you like it, right? Notice where you feel tight or loose. And there's some things we do to avoid feeling. And this includes like using judging words here, like, oh, this is bad, this is painful, this is awful. You know, instead of that, try to just describe what you're feeling. Also, there's something else we do to avoid our feelings. We try to think to the future. When will this be over? How long do I have to do this? So instead, just be present with it for a minute. If you need to take a break, that's okay. But this is how we get better at feeling. So we're describing what's going on here. So practice describing what's going on with your breathing. You don't need to change it. Just notice your breathing. What's going on with your hands? Just notice it. Now, if you can keep going, keep going. And if not, take a break. But keep listening to your body. And if you notice your mind wandering, just come back to the present moment. Now, getting out of your head and into your body is an essential skill 
for feeling your feelings. So you can go ahead and stop now. Feelings are fundamentally physical, right? This is why yoga can be such a powerful treatment for depression and anxiety and trauma because yoga invites you to be present with your body, to create space for a whole bunch of sensations. It's about facing discomfort with courage, but also with awareness and remembering to breathe while you're feeling some stuff that's uncomfortable. I believe that our physical sensations are the anchor for our emotions. Dr. Becky from Good Inside says, at its core, anxiety is a state of being uncomfortable in your body, not feeling at home in yourself and wanting to be anywhere else. It's the fear of a feeling and it's only a problem when your rules say that you can't have it. Learning to sit with your physical sensations is the first rule to feeling your feelings. Now, as my clients are learning to sit with physical sensations, I encourage them to use four principles from mindfulness to get better at feeling their feelings. The first one is a beginner's mind. That's just about being curious and observing your experience as if it was the first time you'd ever had that feeling. Uh, number two is non-judgment. So that's describing instead of labeling. So instead of saying, it's terrible to feel sad, you might say, hmm, this sadness is uncomfortable. This is heavy. This hurts. And you're describing it instead of labeling it. Number three is non-striving. That's just being where you're at. It's not trying to force immediate change and instead just experiencing and allowing yourself to feel what you are feeling without trying to force it to go away. You give yourself grace. Um, you're not feeling your feelings so that they can go away, like in a subtle attempt to make them go away. You're feeling your feelings so that you can be present with yourself and you're dropping the war with your own body. Okay, and then comes present moment awareness. You try to be here in the present moment instead of escaping by dwelling on the past or worrying about the future or dreaming about the future, right? Feeling your feelings is learning to stop running and sit with yourself. So when big emotions come up, you create space for them by getting into your body, by opening yourself up and slowing down and allowing yourself to experience what you're feeling. Now, there's a couple of other ways that you can practice this skill of getting into your body. And this includes like mindful exercise, uh, mindful eating, and a meditation like the body scan exercise. These are maybe easier ways to learn this than doing a squat. Okay, so now I'm gonna teach you two things a therapist would do in a session to help you feel your feelings. Now, you know the old therapist trope, like, oh, how does that make you feel? Right, I almost never say that in session, but I do say two phrases all the time. The first is, where do you notice that in your body? So if someone's going off on this intense emotional description about their boss at work, or their rude child, or their mother-in-law, and they've been talking for like 10 minutes about all the problems this person is causing them in their lives, and I'm listening, and I care, and I know that to move forward, I have to ask these questions, right? Where do you notice that in your body? And the answer might sound like, oh, I feel tight in my stomach, my hands are cold, or I feel red in the face, my throat is tight. Or someone might say, I feel frozen, I feel cold, I feel locked up. I feel like I wanna just curl up into a ball. So that first question, where do you feel this in your body can help you identify your emotions. And then the second question is, can you use an emotion word? So my client might say something like, oh, I just feel like they're so rude and disrespectful. And I would say, can you use an emotion word? And they might say, they never listen to me. And I say, oh, that, that must be frustrating. Can you use an emotion word? And the person might say, I feel angry. And I might say, yeah, that's an emotion word. 
Yeah, like, yeah, you feel angry. Now, remember, anger is usually a secondary emotion. So I might say something like, oh, is there something more sensitive under that? And they might say, oh, I feel afraid. Well, what are you afraid of? That maybe the person might say, oh, I'm, I, that I'm inadequate. Then they might maybe say something like, oh, maybe I feel helpless. And at that point, we're getting to the place where we're identifying feelings. Okay. All right. Number three. So this is where the next resource comes in. It's an emotions chart. It's using a list of emotions. And this can be really helpful. The process of feeling your feelings is really interesting because it basically asks you to pendulate back and forth from your sensations to your words and then back to your feelings and to your images. It's like going from the different sides of your brain back and forth. Emotions are a whole body, whole brain experience. So just imagine shifting, you know, from one foot to the other sensations and words, right? So I, I encourage my clients and people to grab an emotions chart. You can Google one or you can use my free download and then just explore it for a word that seems to fit and write it down, right? Tell someone, make it concrete. The more concrete you can make these feelings, the greater power you'll have over them. Okay, so number four, now that we've gone through words, let's try another exercise. And this is a great one from art therapy. So go ahead and grab a piece of paper, get some art supplies, draw the outline of a body, and then use colors or shapes or textures to make a body map of your emotions. Now I'm gonna pop up some examples of this for you to see, but this is such a great little activity to help you feel your feelings. Okay, so what does this do for us? When we identify a feeling, especially when we identify it in our body, we validate it. We say, yes, I am feeling this. And because emotions are messengers for us, because emotions are often trying to tell us something, when we notice and name them, they don't have to keep shouting at us to deliver their message. They often resolve just by being acknowledged. So you can learn the skill of feeling your feelings. You can learn to identify your emotions. And this is a practical tool that you can use to gain more awareness and thereby more control over your emotions. Now, I hope this can help you get better at feeling. And if you like, you can download the emotions wheel in the link in the description below, or you can take my course, How to Process Emotions, also in the link below. Thank you for all the work you're doing and take care. If you want to learn more about topics like how to process tough emotions, how to change your brain, how to build better relationships, or support someone you know with a mental illness, then check out my classes at therapyinanutshell.com. And if you feel like these podcasts have been a benefit to you, please leave a rating so others can more easily find this content. Thank you so much and have a great day.